from Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans. We're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week, I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. In New Orleans, we've always been really proud of our local businesses, and we've been really saddened as a city to see them swallowed up by national chains. KMB, DH Holmes, Maison Blanche, McKenzie's, and now the situation with the Times-Picayune. My guests on Out to Lunch are both in fields dominated by big national players. Robert Nelson is the president of Elmer's Candies. Elmer's started out in New Orleans in 1885. It's the oldest family-owned candy company in America and is a major player in a sector of the national candy market from its worldwide headquarters across the lake in Ponchatoula. Don Harding is co-founder of Cool Fruit Sensations. Cool Fruit Sensations are handcrafted fresh fruit drinks. Don started out selling them at farmer's markets in 2008. In the past four years, Don has created 25 flavors of drinks and attracted the attention of Idea Village, where he was part of 2012's coveted class of entrepreneurs and is about to open its first retail location. Don Harding, Rob Nelson, thanks so much for joining me on uh, Out to Lunch. Glad to be here. Great to be here. Great to have you guys here there. We decided what you had in common is you both know a lot about sugar. That's uh, so the, uh, it's, it's, yeah, you guys are at very different stages of your businesses, and I hope we'll be able to talk about that and share some lessons and experiences uh, with each other today. But the one thing you have in common, uh, other than the sugar aspect, is that you're both competing in incredibly tough markets. Uh, Rob, with 300 employees, Elmer's is the biggest employer in Ponchatoula. But in Pennsylvania, Hershey's employs 13,000 people worldwide. Russell Stover's has 4,500 employees, and they're the most successful makers of boxes of chocolates in the U.S. It can't be easy to compete with these guys, but that's what you do. What competitive edge do you have at Elmer's that keeps you successful in this market? Well, it's a, it's a choice that our company made as early as in the 80s where we figured out that you, know, you can't be the jack of all trades, master of none, and that's really what our company was for well, we're 157 years old now, so go back to the 80s. And uh, gee, when you say 80s, you mean 1980s? That's 1980s, yeah, that's here. true. We were around in the 1880s too. <laughs> I got to make that distinction. But uh, yeah, we made a decision at that time. We had to concentrate on something and be the best at something to remain viable. And, and we started concentrating on seasonal box chocolates, and 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 the majority of that's for Valentine's Day. So. In Valentine, for the Valentine season, we're the second largest manufacturer of heart box chocolates in the country, or actually throughout North America. Uh, we do that, and we, we dominate the value segment there. So uh, that's, that's, that's our niche. It's a very narrow niche because 70% um, of Valentine candy is sold in three days. Well, so now actually probably about 48 hours. So it's a, a lot of business in a very short period of time. Uh, you, might, you wouldn't find the product today on the shelf, but... Uh, you know, it's it's out throughout the fall and, and into the spring, and uh, but for the Valentine, it's it's out and then it's sold, you know, over 48 hours. It's so 48 hours now. You you prepare all year for this. I mean, I I think the visualization I get is that that Lucy show where they're making the she's making the chocolates and things like that overnight. But you're, it's a year long process. And then who what are the other big ones, Rob? The I mean, we think of you uh, in the intro. We're talking about Eastern being another. Uh, what are the big seasons for you? Well, and, and, and anybody locally here, they know us for Easter. I mean, that's, uh, and this is one of the largest Easter markets in the country, and we have the top three brand, th top three items in this market for Easter, so uh, ca catch me a week before Easter, and 
I probably had about uh, a dozen people that day say, you must be really busy right now. And really, Easter's about, uh, it's less than 10% of our business. And uh, it's, uh, I, it, it's great for us from Beaumont, Texas to Mobile, Alabama, and you go beyond that, it's not what it is here. It's a very regional thing. So, so the Easter product, that's the regional side. The other is throughout North America. Correct. Wow. Correct. So they, what you see on the shelf here at Easter is not what you're going to see on the West Coast or in the Northeast, but at Valentine's Day, what you see on the shelf here is that way in, uh, throughout the U.S. Every, you know, we're in every, every major retailer and every store throughout the country and, uh, and also throughout Canada and Mexico. I know candy's got to be a good business. When we went to, a couple of years ago, I took 27 students to Omaha to spend the day with Warren Buffett, and he bought C's candies. And one of the things he said he liked about it was that you could, um, that people were committed to a certain brand. He, say, he used the expression, he said that if you brought chocolates to a girl and they were C's chocolates, and you, that ended up with a kiss, you were never going to buy any other kind of <laughs> candy. So they, and then Don, if we wanted, um, your side, very, very, very different because you're you know, did four years or so, and uh, this has been over a, over a hundred years. How did this get started? Well, we were actually uh, post Katrina, our staffing agency experienced a little bit of a, a slump uh, as far as uh, volume goes. So we were looking for something. And you to did do. staffing for uh, uh, bartenders and waiters for the hotels and restaurants in oh, the cool. city. Okay. And of course, the hospitality was slow post Katrina, so we we were affected by that. So. Looking for something to kind of kick around and supplement the, uh, the, the know-it-all's business until it picked back up and we were doing just lemonade at farmer's market, yeah, two or three hundred bucks here or there, nothing major. And, uh, and my wife, uh, against, my, uh, <laughs> against my opinion, she mixed some fruits. We were next to a produce guy. She mixed some fruits with lemon and, and I told her I didn't, I didn't think it was a very good idea. And I went to the restroom and came back and there's like half a million people in front of the booth and I was converted. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Uh, from then, we just started putting together, I told her if we were going to do it, we have to do it the right way. We started putting together recipes and, and trying things out at home, and we had uh, family and friends were guinea pigs, and uh, we now have actually over uh, 100 different uh, fresh fruit drink combinations, and we use uh, only fresh fruit and, and water and uh, various sweetness, but uh, there's only 11 fruits we use to create over over 100 different uh, fresh fruit combinations. Well, now this is on, now this is at events, like you, we couldn't buy this in a grocery store. This, I'm gonna see this, where, where am I gonna see you now? Well, we, we're doing all of the, the major festivals in the city. We're at Satchmo, Gretna Heritage, and so forth, uh, for Red uh, Street Market. Uh, we just uh, signed a contract with Champion Square, with the center plate over Champion Square. And so we're gonna start working with them in Champion Square, and by the end of the year, we'll be inside of the Superdome. And then uh, two days ago, we demoed our product for the folks over at uh, the convention center. They absolutely loved it, so we have to meet them again today and start working on our plans for kiosks. So it's just been phenomenal, the response. Uh, when we get the product in front of anyone, they, they just flip over. They I, I, I guess if I was listening to the show right now, I'd think it's a great idea, Don, is, but is it scalable? Can you make, uh, can you get bigger? Because it's quite a process. It's a Oh, well, we, we've actually, uh, and this, this is a concern that we ran into with the Superdome folks, the convention center folks. Anybody large, the first thing that they see is, man, it's a great product, but you process. I mean, if everybody's going to be at your counter for two or three minutes, you, you can't handle the big stuff. So we work with a, a local uh, engineer, and we actually use this in Champion Square. It's a, a modified blender, patent pending. And it, it delivers the same product, delivers it in about 20 seconds. It does not cut into the lemons, doesn't cut into the fruits. It, gets, it, it delivers the same product we deliver with the, the muddler, except 
within that two minute period, it can deliver six of them while we're still working on one. Jeez, I want to use that word in my own life. What is a muddler? A muddler, <laughs> it is actually a hand tool that is, if, if you can think in terms of a pharmacist crushing pills, they, they have a smaller version. Ours is about 14 inches high. It's got a, a, a handle about the size of your average gear shift, and you use it to smash the fruit, get the, uh, get the juice out of it, and mix it with the sugar, and creates a syrupy substance, and that's as far as I can go with that. No, that's right. Don't, you'd have to kill me if you told me any more of that. They, they, now, I think of the big players in traditional juices like a Tropicana, but you've also got uh, competition in these, um, I don't know if I guess it's called the organic end of the business, uh, the uh, naked juice, things like that. Uh, how do you compete against those folks? Well, our process creates a totally unique product. Uh, we don't you, we don't have a cup of juice. When you leave us, if you were to order, say, a, a pineapple, strawberry, lemon, when you left that counter, you would have four wedges of, of lemons that had been muddled, as well as some strawberries and some pineapples that had been muddled in your cup. It's all in there. And, you get, and as you're drinking this, you're getting chunks of, of pineapple chunks. When we muddle it, it's muddled to the point and where, where it's small enough to actually come through your straw. So it's not a cup of juice. It's a cup, I mean, and, and it, that is what sets us apart. Uh, and which is another reason why you, you won't see this on the store shelf because it's got to be done individually. It's got to be done one at a time. Wow, that is amazing. And uh, I just thought you're a great play on global warming, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a, <laughs> I knew somebody was going to benefit from all this. They, uh, let, me, let me ask you guys something. Um, I'll start with Rob. Uh, great business, but what keeps you up at night? Uh, in our business, right now, it's being able to have a, a workforce that is that's skilled and qualified to, to be able to deliver the large orders that we get. Uh, and and, and it's, the, the real trick to it is having a seasonal workforce because we have a you know a core group of people that are with us all year round and been with us for a lot of years. But all of a sudden, when the orders come in right about now from all the major retailers, uh, we've got to ramp up and, and almost double in size for six months and then come back down. So uh, that, that's the biggest challenge right now. So the middle of the summer is getting you ready for Valentine's Day? The, the, our major orders are being placed right now for Valentine's Day, and they'll start shipping in November, December. Wow, and you mentioned some of the big players were, was it uh, Walgreens? Uh, well, you know, it's all the, uh, in the mass merchandiser, the discount stores, uh, drug chains, grocery chains, club stores, people like that. And do you, do you actually make the chocolate? We, we don't make chocolate. There's only a handful of people or so in the country that actually make it. We have suppliers that make it to our specifications. Oh, okay. And then uh, we bring it down. You know, you're driving down the highway, you see a big tank truck. Sometimes that's chocolate. Chocolate if, going to Rob? If, if it's heading to Ponchatoula, one a day usually is what we're getting. That is, and, that's uh, going to improve my commute, so. just that, <laughs> that piece right there. Don, what keeps you up at night? What, what are the troubles you face? Well, it, it, we have a tremendous product. It's growing uh, uh, at, a, at a rapid rate. The response has been great. All that stuff is, but we recognize one thing. It's not rocket science. It is, is, it is a very simple product. And whenever you're doing something that's, that's going to garner you any sort of success, it's just a matter of time before you have company. So the key for us is first to market, stay moving forward. Uh, and to that end, we're working with a, a local nutritionist to start actually adding uh, vegetables to the mix, as well as Whoa. being able to say, if you get a 13, I mean, I'm sorry, 32 ounce uh, blueberry spinach, then that represents uh, one and a half of your daily, things of that nature, you know. So we're moving in that direction. We're also moving in the direction of agave and uh, honey and uh, lots. Just trying of, to stay one step ahead try, of the. Uh, you've got to 
you just when you throw it blueberry spinach, I realize you really are mixing some stuff together. That's yeah, we've uh, actually done that. Ugliest drink you ever want to see, but if you if you, if you close <laughs> your eyes, you, you'd never know the spinach was in there. <laughs> well, Don, I'll start you off on this one. What what do you tend to complain about in life? At this point, absolutely nothing. I, I you know I love what I'm doing. Um, this is what I've always wanted to do my entire life is run my own business. I've never I've never dabbled in anything else. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Um, my wife has a few complaints. I, it's hard for me to shut down. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm talking about cool fruit sensations. So, but I have absolutely no complaints. Uh, I, I, everything is great right now. I, I, I love what I'm doing. I like when people sometimes listen to the show and they think, I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I don't want to work as hard as I work now. And you're an oh. entrepreneur. You're working oh. twice as hard. Oh. I'm sorry, Jeff. Oh, contraire. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what, what do you tend to complain about? Do you have pet peeves or... You know, I have to go with Don. I mean, it's, I feel very blessed to, to be where we are today. And, and uh, you know, we have a great team of people. We work real hard. And, and, you know, if something goes wrong, it's just another challenge in the day to, to overcome. And, and, and we take care of it. Just, just go with it. Yeah. You, you know, the things come, come across that way. You know, now it's the time we'd like to check our inbox. And uh, our producer picks a question that's come in uh, over the last week from a listener. And, uh, Grant, uh, what have you got for us today? A lot of questions this week for our two guests, and I've actually chosen two of them. One of them seems a little flippant, and the other one is relatively serious. One is from William J. Kelly, who's a listener in Denver, who asks, Could you please ask Rob Nelson, does he wear the giant bunny suit around the house to watch Saints games? And the other question is from Alan Owens, how important to both of you is the health angle in marketing your product? Obviously, for fruit juice, the health element must be important. But how do you handle that when it comes to selling candy? All right. These are two good questions. First question, I think uh, this might have actually come from a friend of Robert, such as the, uh, do, you wear, do you wear the bunny suit, the Elmer's bunny suit, when you're watching Saints games? No, the, the bunny suit's been used a lot in very hot temperatures and gets a little, uh, it's not the best place to be. <laughs> it might work. But uh, so, no, nowhere in the bunny suit. I think I wore it one time years and years ago for the employees, but other than that, no, no bunny suit. Well, I would like to say compliment you on something. Whenever I've seen you on TV, you all, in the sh- you're in a plant tour, you always have, like, the, the little hat on, and nobody else looks really good in that. That's <laughs> I would have to, have to hand it to you. The, the other question was the uh, health aspect of both uh, uh, products. Uh, do you... In, you know, do you try to promote certain aspects of it? I mean, I'll start with Don because uh, you're the only guy I know putting spinach and stuff. So there's a, <laughs> let's, uh, what, what's the health angle? Well, I mean, we use all natural fruits and we have it on display. And uh, I guess what a bartender uses to hold his olives and cherries, it's sitting right at the front of the table. It's see-through. So when, as they walk up, they can see. And that to me is, is so amazing how many folks are shocked when they see that. Oh my God. So you, so for strawberry lemonade, you're going to use real strawberries? I'm like, yeah. We, so we, the fresh fruit angle, we recognize early on that's the way we need to go. We need to stay healthy. Stay, that always, it always has to be an option for somebody to walk up and say, I want a blueberry, pineapple, lemon, and I want it with agave, or I, I want no sugar at all, or I want Splenda. They have to be able to go that route. Initially, that was a response to some of our diabetic customers. Oh, yeah. But then we started to realize, hey, this is where we need to kind of hang our hat. This is a, that, that you can walk up and get a refreshing, very tasty, healthy product, as opposed to soft drinks, water, uh, or Gatorade, or something like that. You can get something nice and flavorful and refreshing and very healthy at the same time. So, now Robert, you might have a little more trouble on this one, but as uh, the uh, I, candy is 
not a health product. I think uh, did you just view it as kind of a once in a while treat or? Well, we're, the, we're in the chocolate business and chocolate is healthy. I mean, chocolate is good for you. Uh, so, I mean, that's a big plus. And, uh, and, and, and candy is a, is a pleasure. I mean, it's a simple pleasure you have in life and it, it can be the part of any good diet. Uh, but even beyond that, being in the Valentine business, we're in the gift giving business and it's rare that the people that buy our product are actually consuming our product. So that's kind of a different dynamic to what we deal with. So it's, it's really kind of in the gift giving business. And uh, in a Valentine's Day, you know, if you can't have chocolate on Valentine's Day, what day can you have it? So it's, it's permission <laughs> to have chocolate. <laughs> It's two days, you know, 48 hours again. That's, that's all we have. That's the point. That's 48 hour dispensation. <laughs> I love this. This is perfect. They, uh, now, if you have a question or a comment, drop it to the Out to Lunch inbox. It's out to lunch at itsneworleans.com or tweet us on Twitter. We're at itsneworleans. Let's take a look at our lunch money. Uh, lunch money is our out to lunch stock portfolio, which, uh, like the rest of the market, has been doing pretty well. You know, with all the complaints about the stock market and the economy, the uh, investors have received about a 10% rate of return on uh, the markets in the first six months of this year. So better than, than people thought. We're building a portfolio of stocks chosen each week by our guests on the show. Uh, Rob, Don, you get to pick a stock to add to the portfolio. Uh, Rob, I'll start with you. Um, uh, you mentioned there was actually a number of stocks that you that you like. Which which were they? Well, I would say, you know, and I'm, I guess I was asked to look at uh, companies that I have some insight into, and, and of course, so these are my, my customers, and, and, and we deal with and work with these guys pretty closely and putting together their, their programs, and, and uh, right now in the discount chains, are, they're performing really well. Uh, the, and I think it was in the Wall Street Journal maybe a, a month ago, and they talked about Dollar General's performance in the first quarter of the year, and that, and they, they, they uh, said it was because of their seasonal performance and their consumables, which is right where we fell in. So. Uh, that they've been a great performer. Walmart is doing real strong, especially in the last couple of months. Uh, you've got an interesting company out there, Dollar Tree, where you can go to the store and everything is a dollar. Right. And uh, they were a weren't even a customer of ours three or four years ago, and now they're becoming a, a, you know, a pretty major customer. Uh, and then, of course, on beyond that, you've got Family Dollar, Target, and stores like that. Well, it's funny you say that, Rob, because that um, is what you're hearing from Wall Street is that the real high-end consumer, people are selling to those who are doing fine, and then uh, more of the value end. It's kind of the people in the middle that have felt kind of kind of squeezed, so those make sense. Uh, um, you mentioned a bunch of good ones. Uh, we can only pick one. Is I, Just because we haven't heard that name before, can we use Dollar General? Absolutely. All right, that's the uh, yellow and black sign you see on the... Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, they, they, one of their strategies has been to, is, is convenience, and, and I think there is some statistic that some large percentage of the population lives within 2.6 miles of a Dollar General. So you think Whoa. about how it, you know, if, if you're looking for a convenient place to pick something up, it, sure. you know, it, they fit the bill. And they've got some of your stuff in there. They do. Good, that's a good thing. Now, uh, Don, you'd mentioned that uh, you're a pretty conservative investor with your, with your own funds and such. Um, and we're uh, thinking about a stock idea. And you, you actually, uh, do you, how should we handle this? Uh, well, I, I mean, stock is really not my uh, uh, area of expertise in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So I'll leave that to you maybe to pick a stock. Hopefully someday on your show you'll be recommending that someone uh, invest in Cool Fruit Sensations. That would be the greatest. <laughs> it would get a ticker symbol, we'd be all done. They, uh, it's, uh, you know what I'll take is just because we're in the food business, one of the companies we follow with, uh, at the, with the students at Tulane is um, a company called AFC Enterprises, which nobody knows under that name, but that's the parent company of Popeye's Chicken and Biscuits. And the, uh, the stock has done really remarkably well. It sells around uh, 
$25 a share. It's up from $12 just uh, three years ago. A woman took over the firm about two years ago as the leader and uh, has really made some great changes. You know, Popeyes is actually, you can go to a Popeyes in Kuwait you know, I'm, I don't know if that's, I mean, it's a long way to go since we have one just up the street, but I mean, if you're, if you're there and in desperate need, it's, it's great, to, great to have that. Uh, if, uh, if you have a suggestion for a stock pick uh, to add to our lunch money portfolio, drop me a line. My address is out to lunch at itsneworleans.com. Rob Nelson, Don Harding, I'm sorry, but it's time to get back to work. Although going back to work, making candy and juice actually doesn't sound all that bad. Uh, Rob, Elmer's Candy is a part of the fabric here in New Orleans, and it's been really great to, to have you and learn a little bit about the legend. So thank you. Thank you. And Don, uh, my hat's off to you for launching a business uh, the way you have and taking these early steps to build a brand. Uh, I'm sure that we're going to be hearing a lot more from you in the future. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, Don. The, uh, my guests on Out to Lunch have been Robert Nelson, president of Elmer Candy Company, and Don Harding, co-founder of Cool Fruit Sensations. To find out more about Elmer's Candies and Cool Fruit Sensations, including where you can buy these great chocolates and fresh juices, uh, follow the links on our websites, itsneworleans.com and wwno.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our web designer and digital guru is Cliff Brigden. Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook, and you can get in touch with us by email. We're out to lunch at itsneworleans.com or tweet us. We're at It's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or to get this show as a podcast, go to www.no.org or itsneworleans.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. Until we meet again around the table here at Commander's Palace, I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch.